0: you are listening to. No, that isn't me. And I'm sure it isn't you. And I'll be helping you to step into who you are. So let's start that again. Welcome to Beyond the Brand with me, Carly. This podcast is all about inspiring you to align with your brand and your business to attract who you want to. We'll also be delving deeper into how you show up, especially if like me, you're a little bit neuro spicy, or as I call it, Neuro amazing because that is what we are. We'll be looking at what can stop you from showing up as you with brilliant guests every two weeks who will be helping me talk all of this through too. You might want to grab a journal or a notebook for all the inspiration, top tips, and just chances to reflect that you're about to hear. So let's get on with this week's episode and help take you beyond the brand. Enjoy. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode with just me, Carly, and this one is one I am so excited to chat about. In fact, I would say it's one of my absolute passion subjects, borderline obsession. It is part of my whole message and it's kind of become a mantra. And I will be saying a little bit about this, but do go and check out my Instagram and you'll see what I mean. So yeah, the question, are you ready to make dream clients only, your new rule. Have a little think. It's easy to say, well, yeah, of course, that's just the obvious answer and the easy answer to give. Actually, there's different layers to this. I say dream clients. You may know them as ideal clients, your target market, target audience, all these different ways to say it. But I just love dream clients. It is dreamy and that's how it should feel. And yeah, it's easy to say, of course, that's what I'm going to go for. But yeah it isn't always that simple. Especially I'm thinking back to my first business. I was a personal trainer and a well-being coach for over 10 years and I definitely went down this route of just saying yes to anybody. In fact I say my business but let's rewind even further beyond that. So actually my self-employed journey began way before that. It was working in a gym But it was back in the days, in fact they still do this, I don't say back in the days lightly because they still do this where you pay the gym. So you pay health clubs or gyms the rent, but it's your business. So yeah, going way back and especially yeah, my first role, I was so excited, I had set up. In fact, I think it was quite really easy back then because you just paid them the money and they kind of set the business up for you. You got a uniform, have a picture on the wall saying all about my qualifications and my experience which actually back then wasn't that much that was my personal training debut I guess and they bigged me up and it was amazing but yeah all that excitement I would just take on anybody and it took me quite a while it took me years and years to really pin down my niche of just working with women and back in the day I would literally take on any clients whether I enjoyed training them or not and that is the key. So really, I ignored red flags, you know, people that would say, well, I just want to work really hard. In fact, you know, some clients would be like, I want to be really pushed to the limit. And that wasn't my style. And it took me quite a while to really get to terms with that, that actually, why was I feeling so uncomfortable? Because it wasn't my thing. But at the time, especially with the pressure of paying rent, that, yeah, I was thinking, well, it's just money, money in my pocket. I have to pay the rent in the gym and I can't say no. So it does take a while and I I totally get it where people are starting out and you do say yes to anybody, even in your copy, you know, is it, I I am talking about niching here I guess that we're making it very general that I can help everybody and I've gone over this so many times but this really does come into this rule and this whole idea of only taking on dream clients and we probably won't 100% get it right every time, some people may slip through the net. But I guess it's just knowing and being really certain of who you want to work with, who you don't want to work with and putting as much in place to try and just attract those dream clients. I'm giving bits away here of what I'm going to go into. But before that, I'm just going to quickly look at how you will know. And I'm sure as I've given my example there and you've probably got your own coming up for you. In fact, let's just pause and have a think because let's put you into a sort of space of visualisation, thinking back. And then you will feel how you know if they're not your dream clients, which like I say, you probably know this anyway, but let's just go with it. So I want you to have a quick think back to a time where you've taken on a client and it hasn't quite gone to plan. It just hasn't felt easy. It hasn't felt smooth. You felt out of alignment. The connection wasn't there. It just felt like hard work. And Depending on what industry you're in, for me, with personal training, it was just, you know, before the world of Zoom, it was literally turning up at somebody's house, or whether it was in the gym, or it was just going for an outdoor session, and I would drive, and that's usually my headspace. I love driving, I love the music on, I really get into the zone. But, you know, I would have that feeling of dread. I can think back to way too many of these clients that just, yeah, I felt... A sense of dread that I really didn't want to go you know when something's just telling you where you just want to back off you're just in the car as such you know, I would want to literally turn around and go home <laughs> and there's always that question mark of like shall I cancel and that's obviously not how we want things to be yet compared to dream clients where I was in the car excited to go and train them it just feel like going and training a friend and that's kind of that zone of dream clients and where you want to be but yeah that's my example I want you to really think now and actually I talk too much I'm just going to give a tiny bit of silence which may sound strange and I'm still here but have a little think I just want you to take yourself back there to a time and who that might be of when a client hasn't felt dreamy at all Okay, I'm sure you're there, and I can't stay quiet for too long. Yeah, you'll be checking your device, wondering what's going on, but yep, I'm back, and hopefully you've got a really firm vision in your head of who that was, do you know what, if you're quite new to this, it might be who it would be, just an idea of that sort of person that you really, really don't want to attract and don't want to work with, and I want you to take note now of that physical sensation when you think of that time, or think of that sort of person. How does it feel? And that brings me back to, I was saying, how do you know? I think we've just answered it. It just feels off. It just feels like there's a niggle. There's something you can't quite put your finger on. But something is saying you do not want to work with this client, this person. So it's all about trusting that intuition, trusting your gut. And I know it's easier said than done when you do have financial pressures. But the more you get into this, the more you find your flow, you will see it actually opens up other opportunities. So I'm going now into why. Why should we be all about the dream clients and why should we be saying no to the people we don't want to work with? So I know you know this, but let's go through it. Just humor me. (laughs) Let's go through it step by step. So first of all, the biggie that I'm going to talk about is that saying yes to the wrong people takes your time. Obviously, that's quite an obvious one that it's taking that time where you could be working with another client, with a dream client, But it's not just time, it's energy. And that to me, if my energy isn't there and it's taking my energy, that almost doubles the time. I think that's worse than just taking the time because then it really puts you in that negative space where you're probably just not even open in an energetic sort of way with the universe that you may even be closed off to the people you do want to work with. And that's a biggie. Also that takes me to the next point of why and that is that negative experience. It can leave you real low in confidence. It can leave you questioning yourself. I've definitely had that where it's not gone to plan. Maybe it's a discovery call or say if it gets further and you've ignored those red flags and you do work with them. You've still got that niggle but again your bank account perhaps or just something in your mind is thinking no I really need this money I just need to and that's what it normally is about or perhaps it's experience but normally there is that niggle that we think yep we need clients we need to earn we're running a business and it totally makes sense but yeah it can leave you questioning yourself questioning your judgment and you can feel a little bit low in confidence because you're questioning thinking why didn't that work out it must be my fault where really you probably just weren't a good fit and you'd ignored the red flags. And you know, that's on both sides, isn't it? I always think this, I think back to myself as a client myself, when I'm working with a coach, or any sort of service provider, you normally do tend to get that feeling, don't you? So that's a good way to think of it as well. Have a think of when you have inquired and, you know, had a call, wanted to work with somebody, when it's felt off for you as well, being that person that's made the contact. And let's just really quickly go back to the energy. So I was thinking about the energy that it takes to give yourself as such to the wrong people. Let's think about when it's the right people. I mean, the name I give them myself, dream clients. Some people say dream bought clients, dreamy clients. So you could say ideal, but that to me just sounds a bit dull. (laughs) Let's go with dream. It just sounds so much better. So, you know, it says it in itself. It should be dreamy. But to me, when I think about my dream clients... I just love them to bits. It's just that feeling, isn't it? You know, It almost feels too good to be true. That energy still feels high. You feel so inspired and motivated to really help them to go the extra mile. You don't dread the calls. You actually really look forward to the calls. And there's that genuine connection. They become friends. And that means you're not just invested in them in in time or financially. It's actually that you genuinely love sort of you know I'm thinking back to my clients that I'm in their group so I'm following them on social media we're in contact in between and yeah I genuinely love following their progress and it makes me feel good so that's how I think it should feel with dream clients it's a two-way street you both just absolutely vibe off each other (laughs) to bring that word into it and it just feels good my last why of why we should just go for dream clients only It's a really simple one, and this is actually going to come up again very shortly. But the really simplest way to think about this is that we deserve it. We deserve dream clients only. We work so hard. We do. We put our all into this. We give our time. We give our energy. Yes, it's our business, but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't enjoy it too. And to me, that definitely starts with these positive vibes of just feeling excited to work with your clients. Okay so we've gone through all about how you know and the whys and now I want to share some tips to help you put this rule in place. I say tips actually they're more like steps and a little bit woo. <laughs> so do you know what? I'm bringing more of the woo in again and again and I think this definitely comes into this because I'm talking about going with your intuition, trusting your gut. So yeah let's get a little bit woo as well as being quite visual about this as well which gives you a clue to step number one okay so i want first of all to head over to my instagram whether you need to pause this or just make a mental note of it and get straight on it i'm sure some of you are already on instagram following me but if not just check out my show notes with the link and head straight over give me a little follow and have a look at my grid and you will see this dotted through. So you'll see lots of reminders that I do. And with this being all about this this week, how many times can I say this? <laughs> I will have a nice new one on there that just says dream clients only. And that as reminders. So yeah, I would love for you to grab one, screenshot one, whichever takes your fancy, which one appeals to you, screenshot it and you could pop it as a screensaver or just wherever you want to see it. Or do you know what? If you don't want mine, (laughs) then you could write your own. So you could grab a post-it note or pop it into Canva yourself, make your own version of this and just to put dream clients only. Or you may even want to go one step further and make an affirmation out of it, which is step number two. So I have created my own affirmation here. You may want to make your own. And this is one that you could write out as well to remind yourself of it. And again, I probably will put this on my grid on the gram (laughs) oh dear but yeah it is I am worthy of dream clients only so this goes back to what I've already said about we deserve it we do so again let's have a bit of radio silence I will say it again and I want you to repeat after me if you're somewhere where you can otherwise you can just say it in mind or you can just whisper it And I would like you to repeat it three times. So I am worthy of dream clients only. Okay, your turn. I hope that gave enough time to say it three times. My timing isn't always the best. But how did that feel? Check in with that. With affirmations, it's about repeating them again and again until you really start to believe them, but also you feel them as well. So just that word worthy, I'm all about self-worth. I talk about this quite a lot. I talk about soulful selling and charging your worth and knowing your worth and owning your brilliance. It's all part of your personal brand. You have to feel worth it. Otherwise, you're not going to show up with that energy and that confidence. Okay, so step number three. This is quite a practical one. Because we're saying you're worth it and dream clients only. But there is a bit of a mindset check here as well. I always say about a bit of brand mindset. And I just touched on that about the self-worth and owning your brilliance. But also to check in with how you feel at the minute around your brand. Do you feel connected? Do you feel aligned? good way to do this is head to your website, read the web copy. And if there's anything that's niggling you a little bit and you think, hmm, I've evolved a little bit, you know, maybe you've changed your niche you maybe change who your dream clients are, it might be worth just checking in with that, checking with your message, your values. And if you're unsure, just head to episode five, I think it is, I won't say that, but it's all about aligning and connecting with your dream clients. And that is all about checking in with your values and just making sure that it all feels in flow. Also, if you head to the show notes and you haven't done this already, there is a free brand values guide that you can download just by popping your email address in I won't bombard you on the emails because I'm actually not that great at emailing (laughs) although I'm getting better at this but yeah that will really help you to check that you are in alignment with your values and your mission and your vibe and that all comes into this step three because if you're not in alignment and you just feel like it's a bit off then that's going to affect who you attract So you want to create this natural attraction and that all comes from what you're saying, what your message is, what your vibe is, your values and just to check it's all coming across in your content. Which then leads us on to the final step, step four and that is that if that's all in alignment, that's all fine and you know exactly who you're talking to and it's all connecting and all coming across and you can always check with that if you have a group or on Instagram in stories, use a poll, you could always ask questions just to check that everything you want to come across is coming across. It's always a good little tip that I give to my clients. So yeah, if you know that everything's there, that you've checked in with your mindset, you've got the screensaver or post-its, you're saying the affirmations, your values and your vibe are all as you want them to be, then it's just staying strong. And this is probably the hardest step of all. So far, it's felt quite in flow. It's just affirmations and knowing you're worth it. But actually, there does need to be this step as well. And that is saying no. If you know everything's fine and you know who you want to work with and some will still slip through the net. So I was saying check in and just check you're not indirectly or directly attracting the wrong people. And that's where having a brand and a brand strategy and being a personal brand that's where I feel it's so crucial because it almost acts as a natural filter that this step isn't really needed or is needed a lot less often. The dream clients hopefully should be just coming right on through and that's where we want to get to and that's what this episode is all about. But yep, they might still get through or it may even be sometimes that you maybe let your guard down if you're not sharing your message or sometimes you may even step in and you're in a group and something comes up It may be a force of habit that you think, yeah, I can help on that, even though you don't really want to. So it's just checking in around that as well. But yet stay strong. And, you know, they will still come your way. And say if they do, slide into your DMs (laughs) or book a call and it soon becomes apparent, then it's checking in again with that intuition. And it's trusting yourself. If it feels wrong, you know it's wrong. And I would say just to take your time with it. Take that time. So if you say if you've left it, you know, if you are in a strong mindset where you can just say, well, thank you for chatting and I don't think we're a good fit. Brilliant. If you're in that place and you can, I do believe you can get to that place, but just take practice. If you're not there yet, you may say, right, we'll end the call and let's be in touch and check back in. If they did then come forward and say, yep, when can I start? It's just taking that time and maybe just thinking, you could even start this now, actually, to practice how you would say no it could be that it's just not a good fit or you know, yeah see how that feels what is a way that feels good to you I mean another really sneaky way you can do this and I have done this in the past so yeah maybe when I was less confident in saying no we're not a good fit I have just put the most ridiculous prices on things yeah that is a tactic <laughs> you can kind of price people out you might know but that's what car insurance companies do So if you've ever had that where you've had a renewal and you think oh yeah I've been driving for this long now I've got so many no claims and through the post comes a ridiculous figure that you were not ready for it is that they've just got too many people on their database and they actually rely on people they're not signing back up with them. So it is a tactic that is out there and you could do that one. I guess then the risk with that one is actually they may turn around and still want to work with you and then you could weigh that up because I guess then Yeah, it's your call whether you turn that money down. It's completely how you feel around that. But yeah, practice it. Practice how you can say no. And just keep tuning in to saying yes to the right people. It's all about that intuition and that energy. And I'm so into all that. And that's why I said it was a bit woo before. (laughs) That it really is just listening to how we feel on these things. What is our gut telling us? about who we want to work with. And that's why I'm always going on and on. And I feel like I do repeat myself. Well, I do, (laughs) because I do have that mantra of dream clients only. But yeah, this is why it is so crucial to you, to your brand, to making sales, to the energy you're putting out there, to how you show up, to your confidence. It all goes hand in hand. And if you're anything like me, I just like to feel in integrity with myself. I like to honour myself and my worth. And I think that's what it comes down to. It's just knowing what is right, what is wrong, trusting your intuition and going with it. So yeah, please do check in after this, maybe just journal around this. Is there anything coming up for you? Do come and find me. All my links are in the show notes. I would love to chat about this. I would especially love to help you with this. It could be a simple, well, it doesn't feel simple at the time, but it could be just something like that you don't actually know who your dream clients are. So that is that first step. It may be that you've not quite got in alignment with yourself just yet. Your message, your vibe, your values, that can be a tricky part. It all works together. I always say it's like so many cogs that go together and that creates your personal brand. And you want all the cogs working together. You want it all flowing together. I often say this, but it really is like a jigsaw where all the pieces go together and it all starts to flow. It's knowing all your brand strategy. And that will get you to these dream clients. Just keep doing the work. I hope that's inspired you today to really dig deep, get to grips with who you want to work with, who you don't want to work with, and how you can put the rule of dream clients only into place. So do let me know if you do this. I would love to know. I'll be back in two weeks with my next solo episode. Saying that, I'm here next week as well. So I always tend to forget myself when it's an interview. But I am here next week with an incredible guest and actually it's kind of links. So I'm talking about money and needing to make money and self-worth and chatting with a money confidence coach all about money mindset and creating financial success. So it really does come in hand in hand. I do feel money mindset can stop us from taking that next step and from soaring high. (laughs) Got to get that in there. So yeah, do join me next week and then I'll see you in another two weeks for a solo episode as well. Thanks so much for listening. Chat soon. Thank you so much for listening today. I really hope you've enjoyed that episode and got everything that you need from it. Don't forget to check out all of the other episodes, depending on what it is that you need in your business and life at this moment in time. Don't forget to leave a glowing review and do check out the show notes for any free resources mentioned today. Plus do come and connect with me on social media as well as my brilliant guests. Thanks again for listening. I'll catch you next time.